Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is a New World Order, and I am Zane C. Weber, Chancellor of the National Council of Zane Australia, here with my colleagues from across the sea, one of whom I am quite fond, the other whom I plan to crush beneath my boot like the bug that he is. That's me, (laughs) I guess. I am your number one contender, Sebastian of the United States of Seb America. And I just want to remind you all, guys, let's be here to have a good time. This I'm having a great time. Having a having a terrific time. Good but talking animals. Yeah. Sentient computers. Like I don't it's know great. what's wrong. Crushing great. bugs, even though they're now sentient, you know. Or crushing submerican bugs. We don't have bugs in Submerica. No, you are the bug. <laughs> we have cockroaches. They're the only thing that survived <laughs> the radiation. And I'm, of course, Andrew Schossler, the most supreme magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia. And if you're joining us for the first time, we each run a virtual nation on nationstates.net and we gather each week to discuss the issues that are plaguing our nations and discuss slash argue about what the best course of action for our respective nations are. Now, in case that doesn't sound like a... uh like thrilling a, enough podcast. Thrilling enough, like a, like a burdensome <laughs> enough uh, list of to-dos. We also are cursed with a gypsy every five episodes. Currently, we are dealing with the curse of talking animals. It's true. It's a, it's curse. a curse. More opinions? Ugh, terrifying. <laughs> I don't know if it's so much of a curse. I would welcome it. Honestly, there's been no change so far in my entire country, which is not a good thing or a bad thing. It's just I'm saying nothing feels different. So. I successfully ignore the majority of humanity. And they are perfectly capable of speech in a native language that, that I understand. <laughs> I have no doubt that I would equally successfully ignore any animals. Whereas Zane Australia <laughs> welcomes all opinions. I welcome them. I just <laughs> just don't care. I just feel in this latest gypsy arc, I've just found myself kind of looking up at the gypsy and be like, come on, is that all you got? <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, it could have been nuclear war, but here we have like a literal talk in Mr. Ed. Well, maybe that will be your undoing, underestimating the significance of talking animals. <laughs> underestimate nothing because I estimate nothing. <laughs> or maybe it's merely a distraction. Maybe the gypsy understands that there are metaphors at play yep. and she's taking a break from actual curses to let the Submerican Zanestralian war heat up. Quite right. because There's no war. If you are joining us for the first time, you may not be aware that in our last arc, which was a global nuclear power conflict, Submerica decided to uh, step up to the big boys and start fermenting war with Zanestralia. Being the only the only nation here playing the game of thermonuclear war. Have none of you guys seen the movie War Games? 
Would yeah, you like to play a game? Of I was playing that game. movie is don't play war games. <laughs> you gotta go through the story to learn the moral. And I was playing through the story. The Australia told you the moral. No, We've seen the movie. Like you can be told a hundred times that that paint is wet, and until you put your finger on it and look at it to see paint on you, you're like you're never gonna know for sure if it's still wet. <laughs> look, if you've seen a wet paint sign a hundred times, chances are it's not wet anymore. What if you Context is everything, said America, you, and you're not paying attention. If you're just seeing it for the first time, you never know. And, and that- so said America decided to not admit that they had declared war. We have even though Zane Australia declared war, basically. I and I has agree. Been very vocal and open about the fact that a state of war exists. There's and, no war. and then in the Patreon episode <laughs> where we wrapped up the global nuclear conflict, uh, said America both admitted that he'd had fermented war, admitted that we were at war, and then declared that we were no longer at war. <laughs> You're welcome. That's a- Unilateral action. Yeah. That's, that's what that's called. Australia <laughs> begs to differ. And so let me bring you my issue this week. Excellent. Boo. Boo. Don't worry, it has nothing to do with you, said America. <laughs> we have talking animals, and talking animals want jobs. That's exciting. <laughs> ah, very good. Give us money, quoth the poet. The National Poetry Society of Australia is demanding government-funded programs to promote arts, especially poetry. So the gypsy has cursed us with talking animals. Zane Australia so far has welcomed them into society and given them the same, the same rights that it gives to both people and intelligent machines. Yes. So there are only so many jobs animals can do uh, without opposable thumbs, and poetry is one of those. The arts, I would think, certainly the the language arts would Mm. be right up their alley. That is why they're asking, I would assume, government funding for poetry, and let's see what Zane Australia has to say. There are three (laughs) options. We need government help to promote culture, says Luke Morgan, chairperson of the National Poetry Society of Australia. Poetry is the soul of our nation, the very pulse of humanity. We will ultimately be judged according to our contribution to the artistic. In other words, please provide funding for our humble mission to the beauty of poetry of the mass. Now, am I to understand that Mr. Luke Morgan is suggesting that arts cannot exist without public funding? Um, I think what he's implying is that saying Australia's reputation on the national stage would be served by poets of Zane Australia being funded and therefore contributing more to the global artistic uh, community. So are you? would you then be funding the poetry or funding their... Uh, subsistence while they write poetry. Well, I because don't... some of the greatest poets that have ever lived were have paupers. had day jobs. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean that they weren't poets as yes, a, yeah. as, a, as a, that, that was their side I, gig. That was what they did as a passion. I agree, and I think that the arts are worth something, but also arts separated from life in general is pointless. Life should be art should be a reflection of life. Well, in a rare uh, demonstration, we are in agreement, <laughs> in complete agreement. Well, we agree more often than I think you think we do. I know, but <laughs> we need to antagonise um, a little bit. Option number two. 
Artists and poets should support themselves like everybody bloody else. Now, here is somebody with some sense, <laughs> replies Sasha Swift, spokesperson for the Capitalism Now Party. <laughs> the sovereign taxpayers should be given a damn break. In fact, we should abolish all government subsidies for special interest groups. Now, I feel that he has at least one Andropolian parent. <laughs> And honestly, my tax is higher than I would like it to be. Okay. So, well, what did your tax hit? Uh, it's just under sixty percent. Oh, you aimed for fifty, I thought, right? Yes, I'm. Okay. I'm comfortable with fifty. I would like to keep it below that, but it was a few weeks ago now where it jumped significantly, yeah. very quickly. Because we were close to about fifty nine. Yeah, we were close for a while. Cause I'm on thirty, almost just under forty. I'm like thirty nine something. I thought we were yeah. much closer than fifty to forty. Jesus. Yeah. Mm. So, so, so Australia's economy has been doing great, but the tax has also Risen with. Uh, So that's option number two, which is basically stop all government subsidies for special interest groups. Oh, not just the arts. Not just the arts. That's a hell of a budget line to get rid of. It is. Uh, Option number three. Poets, scoffs, Anna Carr, (laughs) chairperson emeritus of the Troglodyte Coalition. These long-haired troublemakers should all be lined up against the wall and shot. Oh, that would be far more entertaining than reading some dump. Now that's, that's unnecessarily dark. <laughs> this is an odd option for uh, for nation states going the actual genocide route. Just usually, to, usually <laughs> it's like put them in camps and make them work, or ban yeah. them outright. Or ban, just poetry. ban poetry. Yeah, it is normally implied genocide, so this is nice. No, this, this is, is literally line them up and shoot them. So option number three is out. Yeah, good um, good idea. Is there any historical? Uh, the uh, book burnings. Precedent. No, well, that was done because they were Jewish books, not the, just the Jewish Nazis, books, but a no, lot of Jewish the, the books. The Nazis, yeah. well, or, or, or books with Jewish ideas, ideas that could be branded Jewish. Mm. They weren't necessarily Jewish ideas, but that was the reasoning. That During was, the Russian was, Revolution, the intelligentsia was wiped out, so it wasn't just the arts; it was also scientists and doctors. And but again, that was that was done because they were a threat to the incumbent government. During Correct. the Salem yeah. witch trials. In this a case, of, women, a lot of text, random women, but a lot of texts were also burnt as well. In in this case, without an obvious threat in the in the introduction, we're left with the interpretation that there is a movement within Zanestralia that does not like the treatment of animals as mm. equals to human beings. Well, the troglodyte coalition would never do well in Zanestralia. Like I, I think that they obviously are against- powerful enough to have a meeting with you and propose their idea. True, but also these like are, I've I've met with teenagers before, and also yeah. primary these school are, students before. These are dark <laughs> times in Zane Australia. Um, I'm not going to comment. <laughs> Unless Zane picks that option, then I have a lot of comments. But currently, I feel like we're nowhere we're nowhere near disaster. It's, no, it, I think Zane Australia has never been about paying people to do what they want. Zane Australia is about supporting those who need support and educating those so that they can choose their own way through. Okay. If someone wants to be a poet, like Andy said, you don't need to be a full-time poet to be a poet. Most poets are not full-time poets. They're journalists. They're scientists. Yep. They're painters. They're orators. They're- and not only that, if you even, even if you only do have some menial job to make mm. ends meet, that's, that's an excellent source for, for, your, for your art. Yeah. Absolutely. But so, isn't the goal of a nation to be so well off that it could have people yeah, dedicate absolutely. themselves to the arts? But why does the government need to pay them to be poets when 
if they don't have a job, they can, they will be supported by the government and they can write policy. Yeah. So I think number one is unnecessary funding. I think number two is, in fact, a necessary step for Zane Australia to take to cut back its tax. Okay. Um, and while special interest groups, I think it, it, you don't get many options in, in nation states to actually cut funding. Uh, Are you kidding me? You've had I have what? To- <laughs> I think you've had like six or seven where you've actually like cut things out of your government. Oh, that's true. I, I, maybe I'm thinking of the of just options you just to choose cut not taxes. To, not yeah. to support them. Yeah, that's true. Um, and I think this one is one that Zane Australia can morally support. Okay. Um, because there is enough welfare out there for people who want to be poets. They can choose that universal basic income. And it is a basic income that they can choose to subsist on and write poetry. Um, and so I think that is also being extended to the animals. So the animals aren't <laughs> getting special treatment because so many of them are relying on their oration skills. It would seem so. <laughs> so I'm going to accept that if there's no veto. Why are you looking at me? Absolutely I'm looking not. at both of no, you. No, 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 there's no veto coming in. <laughs> all right, well, let's see what that does. Government has cut its subsidies for all special... Well, okay. That, that's it, yeah, that's exactly what you did. <laughs> all's well, thanks to a new welfare initiative. Cheese-based computing, it may be just around the corner. They've been promising that for a long time. <laughs> Ballet troupe it's falls a on hard times. School bans chess as too passive. Really? I, th- I thought gut in the arts would have done the opposite. That, that always, that, when they get that response, mm. I figure it's because they're saying everyone's becoming really sensitive and artistic, blah, blah, blah. I would have thought gut in the arts in that regard would have okay, not I've given you that answer. No big ups. I've got weather up 1.7, average disposable income up 0.6, cheese exports 0.1. Uh, strangely enough, welfare up 0.1. Uh, and agriculture up 0.1. I do have a big down though, and this isn't surprising. Right. Book publishing down 231. My goodness. Yeah. So, <laughs> but that that would always be expected because 231 percent. Yeah. So it so it did away with itself twice over, and then took a chunk out of what was left. Goodbye, <laughs> book publishing. I'm sure they'll come back, and then it goes down yeah. to the the single digits. So. Uh, my taxation is down 0.55. So I didn't really get much out of that. So there wasn't that much money going towards the special interest in the first place? No, usually I put it towards education. Um, That's that's really where I spend money. So will this have a knock-on effect? Are you you now committed to... Uh, not exercising new proposals for special interests. I think I think so. Uh, especially with tax so high, I I do want to try and limit my government spending. Okay. Uh, so my government size has gone down 02 percent. Uh, and my- so so you're in a sense trying to I guess consolidate all welfare into just one absolutely single payment rather than multiple different programs. That each is con- the ideal situation in say Australia is rather than having like a disability pension and then yeah. a, like an old age pension okay. and et cetera, just have a universal basic income that is tied to the average income of the nation, I think, okay. uh, and then moving forward that way. I think that's the fairest way. To, Absolutely. If, we, if we're um, – and then hopefully that can take into account healthcare and education. Okay. Um, Under over, over, yeah, yeah. Over, over a period of time, we can move towards that Very ideal. Good. It certainly is ideal because once you lump them all together, you've only got to make one cut and you can get rid of welfare altogether. Well, look, that's what Andrew <laughs> Foley would do. <laughs> Maybe if they invade, they'll get their chance. But I have dinosaurs, damn it. I'm not afraid to use them. And may I go next? Please. My issue was called can it. 
Mass-produced microwavable meals have become increasingly popular due to their convenience and low cost. Oh. However, the Scandalundian, my old Scandy friends. Scandalandian. <laughs> Scandalundian. All right, Scandalundian. Yeah. Research group uh, Meals for Sustenance and Gastronomy has warned that the dietary imbalance found in the nation's microwavable meals may be leaving sub-Americans uh-huh. at risk of malnutrition. Uh-huh. So I'm going to explore the options here, but A, obviously the people eating it, B, the people animals. People eating it or the, or the animals. Yeah, everyone's have- eating it. It's so popular. I suppose if they if there was a sudden increase in, uh, I mean, it's not that the animals are eating more, but if they're all all of a sudden they are able to mm. ask for something more refined, there might be a demand for more restaurant quality type. Also, food. I will say, okay, so we're talking about microwavable meals, obviously frozen meals, yes. Yeah. Oh, for the animal it, population, must be tempting to us technically still be eating animals from maybe that died in twenty fifteen that are very detached and far away from their 2018 selves, oh, it right. would be nice to be relying on a lot of old frozen meals <laughs> rather than the creation of new fresher meals. I see. So I think there might be going into this a bit of a, a, bit of a reason for the, the animals to want frozen meals to continue because there is a level of detachment for them. Because we're like- Interesting. Did, wouldn't the cows rather, people eating cows that died three years ago and not going after the current cows? Not only that, would animals themselves be more comfortable eating animals that- a long Didn't past. talk. Would yeah. they think of them as lesser beings or however you want to? So that's my uh, my loose tie-in. Now let's see the issue. Very good tie-in. <laughs> this is truly embarrassing, states physician Dr. Ivanko Chicago, uh, massaging her temples. We have become so reliant on these low-quality packaged meals that we have lost all perception of what good nutrition is. I suggest that we abolish fast food restaurants and these dreadful poor-quality ready meals. Instead, we should encourage Americans to enjoy cooking their own wholesome food with fresh produce. She swats the bowl of Ma Nature's Truly. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> what word is that? Oh, <laughs> oh no! Triglyceride. 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 I'm Why surprised is... you don't know that. No, word. I don't. Yeah, it's not an uncommon word. It. It's not a common word. Oh. Uh, macaroni and cheese out of my hands. Okay. So I was eating a mac and cheese during this because. I believe that no animal should be harmed, apparently. Have so you know, she's proposing to... Fresh fresh produce, everyone cooks their own food, no prep meals. But more importantly, to take away the choice for people Correct. to have packaged yep. foods. So she's like, this is the best way to do it, let's force everyone's hand sort of idea. Okay. Our problem is that the nation has lost any sense of fine nutrition, declares Chef Milhouse Johnson, manager of Suplexity's finest eatery, The Gilded Big Dollar. <laughs> There's no need to ban the commercial food industry. You should merely ensure that manufacturers and chefs use better quality ingredients. Once they have tasted food that is not filled with... Oh, why are there so many science words today? Mondosodium well, well, glutamate well. and E numbers. <laughs> they will be lining up at the door to taste all the fine cuisine Sep America has on offer. Such, such as the delights offered by my restaurant. He places a freshly cooked deep pan dish pizza in front of you. You could be forgiven for thinking that there may be a Zanestralian spy infiltrating your uh, your policy with meetings and just, <laughs> and just <laughs> dropping <laughs> dropping triglycerides and <laughs> polyunsaturides here and there. Okay, I think this Trick one's pretty good. Ruin your image. Sniffing the air, a man wanders into your dining room and picks up your spilled macaroni. You going to eat that? He devours a soggy pasta with a satisfied sigh. I really don't see the problem with processed meals. Firstly, they are the most delicious things ever. Also, they just? they're quick and easy to make, cheap to buy, and in fact, why do any other, why do we need any other food? 
Whether you buy Ma Nature or Yums for the Tums, all microwavable meals are just so great. So why don't we ban all other food production and make Submerica the world capital for microwavable cuisine? It would be ravioli heaven. <laughs> this is every option sucks. These so, all suck. How many options do so you have? Three. And it was literally ban them. Yeah. Um, so ban microwavable meals, ban all non-microwavable meals. And what was the middle option? Because it wasn't... Um, no, or, or num- just, number two was a light ban, wasn't it? Ah, uh, manager, blah, 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 blah. You should merely ensure- No, it was, it was to oh, force to restaurants to- Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to uh, just a quiet veto on number two. I'm shocked. Oh. Oh I'm goodness. shocked that you would, out of nowhere, show an act of aggression that there's no reason for, really. So, I mean, if your intelligence agencies are that inept, then that be that on said America's <laughs> head. Uh, Zane Straley's releasing uh, press releases daily as to the the evils perpetrated in said America. And now it seems that they're going to either ban microwave food or ban all food other than microwave food. Oh, my goodness. Are you videoing anything before I get in here, Andrew? I am not. I am not. I'm going to go ahead and ban microwavable meals and make people eat fresh. Wow. If I'm going to make a ban, I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to ban in the direction of health. So, so you're, you're banning microwavable meals. Will that not simply put more pressure on eating animals that are now sentient? Yeah, well, I guess the stance is... Fuck them. <laughs> oh, you heard it here first. Zane Australia welcomes animals with open arms. America, it's America, fuck some. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you may have some some explaining to some some uh, explaining to do at the border. Yeah, I think uh, so. Said America. <laughs> Breaking news: courses on how to boil water are popular for formerly microwave reliant said America. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay. Let's look at that intelligence. Oh my goodness. Okay, so trending. Economics not everything, government says. <laughs> <laughs> Tourism industry braces for influx. School bans chess is too confrontational. We're not so different, you and I, as Australia. <laughs> Citizens smile. Uh, no, we, ba- we banned it because it was too passive. Oh, did I say too confrontational? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was the other way around. Oh, okay. <laughs> Health up 193%. Okay. So very good start. Agriculture up 100%, which is good because that was an industry that was gutted by you two. So thank you. Um, <laughs> How did we influence that? I got vetoed into it. Yeah, possibly. Industry, <laughs> cheese exports up 10%. Uh, income equality and weather up 4 Scientific up 3 I'm not going to go. There's a bunch of twos and downs. I'm not going to skip over. So health and agriculture, the big winners. Yes. Downs. Industry, pizza delivery, of course, eighty six percent. But with but with agriculture going up a hundred, I'm still that's still better. And also, well, you, you I've, can't. You, 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 I've eventually you, banned pizza from existing. I got to double yes. check that. That should be on zero by now. You've kind of traded one for the other. Retail down twenty eight percent, but I guess that's because now supermarkets can't sell a certain kind of meal. Which well, is gone. and perhaps uh, some of the outlets, the, all the fast food outlets that were attracting customers in the first place are gone. People can no longer shop there. So the other retailers are suffering. Yeah. So beverage sales down 22, black market down six, which is surprising because I would have thought there would have been like, like McDonald's open, opened up. So that's yeah, yeah. possibly. Charmlessness down, sorry, charmlessness, 
uh, average income of rich and wealth caps all down 5%. Um, then it just, yeah, patters off. But all in all, uh, that was a very good result for Seb America. I'm going to check what my pizza delivery has landed on out of reference because it should, okay. in theory, be zero. It's not, okay, it's down to 196. But it, as uh, to put that in perspective, the, lo- the highest it has been is 2,761. So it's a huge reduction. Yes, but it yeah. did drop from... Oh, if I can read, it dropped from 30, almost fourteen hundred down to two hundred. So but, it was a big, it was a thousand point drop at least. But you still had a doubling of health, is that right? Yeah, nearly, nearly a doubling of health. Nearly up two hundred percent. Yeah. So, whoa, that's great. It's actually currently sitting at an all time high. Oh, fantastic! Because it's tying with it's on two point nine, which is as high as it's ever been. But I wrote, I went up from a second low of what am I on? Oh. Of one, which was the second lowest I've ever been now up to 2.9. So, so a I very guess good increase. said America owes in Australia a thank you. Um, no, we actually made that decision all on our own. <laughs> now, now. With to, our fuck to, animal stance. To play, to play mediator here, even though I've no business being mediator, I'm just the outsider in this fight. That was the very reasoning that you rejected for... Uh, when when Submerica was launching his 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 vetoes, disagree yes. against you. <laughs> it's a matter of record. You launched. You launched. We must have you heard did a different it, tape. <laughs> your motivation was to was to help, and every time there was a positive result, you cited that as a reason that mm. Zane Australia should thank you. Oh, I was being I, sarcastic for exactly no, 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 that. No, reason. no, I, 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 I understand. I understand. <laughs> but that, yeah, but that was the very reasoning that you used to carry on the war. You and no will carry on. To. <laughs> I, I I worked out something very fun, which I'll, I'll talk about at the end of this episode about this war that Zane Australia is talking about. This fictitious <laughs> war, but Andrew, this imagined, this imagined, this imagined, well documented war. <laughs> yeah, from like an arc ago. Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> anyway, Andrew, you have an issue today. I certainly do. Now, animals are talking in Andropolia. In the first episode, we constructed homeless shelters to sort of give give a space for uh, for the suddenly new found mm. uh, civilized uh, people, intelligences, sentiences, uh, to have a home and and start their start their way up. We have on the table some big health issues. I am optimistically launching a trilogy of health. Oh, oh, I see. Starting with. <laughs> Oh, this has never gone well in well, Andropolia before. Well, it, it, it hasn't, hasn't gone well, but in the other times it was expected that it wouldn't go well <laughs> All because right. they were deliberate guttings of things that needed guttings. <laughs> this is actually an initiative in as arm's length away as possible, I hope. <laughs> Where the sun don't shine. When your Minister for Health fell asleep for the third time in your cabinet meeting, you confronted her. She told you her doctor had diagnosed her with vitamin D deficiency. In fact, her department estimates that this condition may be affecting almost half of all Andropolians. It's because Andropolia is such a gloomy place, she yawns, yanking apart the curtains from the conference room to let a feeble ray of sunshine in. Look, I know we can't change the weather, but perhaps we can help people get more sunlight by promoting an outdoor culture. Why should we be cooped up in enclosed spaces like offices and schools? Give a tax break for businesses that have their workers under an open sky. On the surface, sounds pretty good. Tax breaks, very much in line with the Andropolian ideal. Mm-hmm. But, but, I mean, by what? only giving tax breaks to people 
who work in an open office, literally open to the to the environment office. It's as if you're implementing attacks on working inside a closed it's office. True. And Andropoli is known for not wanting to attack anyone. That's exactly right. I suspect that this, in 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 reality, this policy, if implemented, would uh, see rental rates go through the floor. Also, because people would opt to whoever could would just opt spates of melanoma as as well as the negative uh, health effects there just getting more sunlight not necessarily the 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 right answer i assume there's a medical option coming up and this is my wife was recently through a blood test told that her vitamin d levels are too low uh-huh. and the doctor was like there's an injection we can give you that lasts a year you can take these pills once a once a week for the year or Go out in the sunlight, right? But obviously, doctors don't but, want to encourage people to go out too much in the sun because they know there's other risks involved. So. And not for the whole day, yes. You know, maybe for twenty or thirty minutes at a time at a modest, uh, yeah, su- sun level. And I know in Australia we're particularly cheap, but like the year's supply of vitamin D tablets for once a week costs just like twenty bucks. Is that right? Like it was very particular. Like it's cheap because obviously I think it's like one of those like we put this yeah. out there, and in theory we might be paying less to. So, you know, try and treat someone's skin cancer down the line because they didn't have to go out as yeah, much. That's no, that's that's absolutely true. But it's just, I feel like there must be a medical <laughs> option coming up. I swear <laughs> to God, possibly. I forget which one. But there are four options uh, to go through. So that first one, while it does sound like it will address the problem in a very nice way uh, and wrap up bows and packages and such, I think it's too extreme to suggest you be out in the sun for the whole day, even even in a place you know with a little, as little sunshine as North America or Europe. Or Andropolia. Uh, or Andropolia as the case. Which I've <laughs> always thought of as some sort of facsimile of Siberia. Yeah, well, if it's if it's a gloomy place, certainly that would that would make the most sense. Um so option two. If you go out in Andropolia, you're likely to die of exposure, snarls Ashley Uhura, the owner of a local tanning salon, handing you a brochure with pictures of perfectly tanned top models. If you subsidized sunbed services, <laughs> People could enjoy the benefits <laughs> of wholesome sunny day natural health rays, trademark, when it, even when it's raining outside. Now, while I agree with her sentiment, perhaps she Do should focus her efforts not on proposing that I pay for them out of the public purse, but instead funneling all but those efforts it's into a advertising. Public problem. No, it's an individual <laughs> problem. At a public level. <laughs> Seb, poke the bear. <laughs> I want to see where he's going first. No subsidization <laughs> ever, <laughs> ever, ever. That is always the wrong answer. Unless when it's for homeless shelter. Well, that's not so much subsidized as it was just done by from the public coffers. Mm. And I believe it's, I tied it back to national security or something in that way. <laughs> or I meant to. I don't know. <laughs> It's a public good. Oh, I agree. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All this natural sunlight seems to be a bit complicated, says synthetic chemistry enthusiast Emile Claus, mm. happily munching on this on his morning toast, enhanced with a colloid of crunch-enhancing plastic beads. I mean, everyone loves chemistry. Require fortification of bread products, breakfast cereals, and other foods with pre-isomerized seven dehydrocholesterol. Then everyone will have healthy bones and teeth. He stops yeah, talking. have healthy bones and teeth. He stops talking a minute to st- to spit out a tooth. <laughs> now this is akin to the fluoride option for drinking water. People aren't brushing their teeth enough. We have dental problems. I know. Let's put fluoride in the drinking water. Except this is proven not to work. Well, uh, no, he's he's not necessarily. 
he's not necessarily eating the fortified foods yet. Oh, um, he's he, he's he's just got the crunch enhancing plastic beads in his in his toast. Ah, because everybody loves chemistry. My mistake. <laughs> that would equally be a bad measure. How many options do you have? There is one more. Okay. This one, yes, yeah, seeks to mandate the the content of food and takes away everybody's free will into into making or purchasing food at with whatever ingredients they so, like. So yeah, a hard no. Yeah, a hard no on that one. A hard no on the second one of subsidization. The tax a cuts. Soft no. Well, on the, that one of those three, that's the Andropolian option. The tax cuts yeah. for open offices. It is, but it's still the wrong answer. Well, if there's a better answer. <clears throat> Let's see. Nothing new under the sun, huh? Butts in Kitty Jones, your elderly neighbour, slipping out of her bathrobe to proudly expose sagging skin folds and liver-spotted buttocks. There's I'm pling here, man. What are you doing? There's plenty of sunlight outside, if you ask me. The problem is that light can't get through the fabric barriers that we mummify ourselves with and force compulsory okay. nudity. Yeah, all right. And let bodies luxuriate in the sun. I don't know if this is an Andropolian answer or an Andrew answer, <laughs> but this is what Andrew's doing. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not doing this. For health, of course. Shelly is hopefully at an attractive young intern miming the removal of clothing. Mm. So, Again. <laughs> are you dismissing? No, I think I have to choose something. Option one. In order was, to, yeah. that's, that's exactly right. Option one will... Is is the least of all the all the evils? I guess you could say. Although, okay, can I argue in favour of option four? Please do. Animals are naked. Yeah, they are. Show them some solidarity. Yeah. Everyone's naked, but nudi- even playing field. Nudity is already decriminalised in Andropolia. Enforce it. And no, this <laughs> is joking. Don't do that. This please. is enforcing. It's it, it's essentially banning clothing. Yep. Which. Think of your retail industry. Well, <laughs> think of your think of your no. black market. People are buying jumpers in the black market. No, think of the think of the cut in freedom. Yeah, no, don't that's, do it. That's it. That's the primary reason why why this one would be a bad option. Number one is a bad option because it's essentially subsidizing people doing their business out in the open mm. while 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 the taxes remain for the people in the offices, but. Uh, I would imagine in the spirit of Andropolia, tax cuts on those offices are also coming or some equal equal measure is coming. I will say making it more beneficial for um, them to have people outside as well may actually encourage the implementation of animals into the workforce because maybe they would be more comfortable working outside given like the horses. option. That's also, that's also- Like a lot of animals can't go downstairs once yep. they go up. Maybe the idea of working in a park could be quite appealing to them. And you have made my argument for me as to why in this context of talking animals that is the right the right option to take not on the whole the right option to take but in this case it is confirming that let's see what the fallout is shivering secretaries type letters under torrential downpours in open roof offices well look however never happened in Zane Australia <laughs> however the andropolian economy has risen from strong to very strong indeed. Oh, a little bit of a tax cut for industry. Mm, tax cuts are good for the economy. <laughs> Listen up, Canberra. <laughs> the Andropolia the Sentinel reports plague of locusts discovered to be just fog. Incomes rising, economist says. Latest economic data shows surge in manufacturing and big business applauds government support. I have two new banners. Ooh. Home, develop a good economy with some income inequality. And Bright Lights Big City, combine one billion citizens with a very strong economy. There you go. Banners or postcards? Oh, postcards. I do apologize. <sighs> Much to my chagrin. 
Yeah, business, here we go. Business subsidization is up 16%. Of co- because if you're yeah. cutting taxes to part of the business, then yeah, yeah you can treat that as a subsidization. Uh, and the, we shall. <laughs> the economy on the whole up 5.5%. The Human Development Index desperately needed an increase mm-hmm. uh, in Andropolia has risen by 3%. Economic output, mining, pizza delivery, and manufacturing all up 3% on average as is average income and average disposable income. Lifespan, I'm happy to report, is up 1.5%. Hooray! However, oh. it is still at 435 <laughs> <laughs> Never <laughs> before has there been as desperate a need for a trilogy of health yeah. as there is right now. <laughs> but I will say that's 43 years, do you say? 43 years. So that's in dog years. So that's like, <laughs> it's like 400 years old. No, 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 no. That's like seven years. It may very well be. I mean, that's. <laughs> I was hoping it was 40 years in dog years. Oh. So like, that's a really old dog. A really old dog. Yeah. Very good dog. Yeah. Very good doggy. Very. <laughs> are they a good boy? Yes, they are. Uh, obesity as well. Unfortunately, up one and a half percent. But they're outside. I suppose they're not, now they're not climbing those stairs I spoke about. But it's almost all positives. The only downtrends there are are uh, the death rate down one percent. Great. Yeah. And weather down one and a half percent, which God. is measured in meters of sunlight. I just realised you could carpool with a horse and then both go to the go to go to work together. <laughs> That's delightful. How is a horse fitting in a car? No, no, you're riding the horse to the work. Oh. So you're, you're carpooling <laughs> with your with your other employer, your um, fellow employee. Yeah, you could. Mm. Yeah. That's mm. fun. That's a fun thought. It's just, it a would, horse Uber. It would be an mm. exciting new world. And the horse could be riding on top of an elephant. <laughs> like a turtle. That's not ball. how horses or elephants work, Seb. <laughs> I've been on top of one of them. <laughs> and which one that is will shock you. It was, it was an elephant because yeah. you hate horses. Because I hate horses. Even though elephants are much more likely to kill you. Yes. <laughs> it's terrifying. Let me just say this is very positive for Andropolia. People are taking yeah, good upswing. Taking to the sun, taking to healthy initiatives like wildfire takes to dry brush. I'm proud of you. That's a weird (laughs) metaphor to use when you're putting a positive spin on something. Andrew. uh, You know how sometimes cities burn down? (laughs) They do. We're growing at exactly the same rate. (laughs) The great fire of London. Um, Can you please refresh me on the current standings of veto points and scores? Because I would like to talk to Zane Australia about an issue that's very important to me, but I need these stats. (laughs) I would be delighted. Currently, currently, Zane Australia has eight veto points. Is that can in the veto that he spent today? Yes. So eight, eight. eight remaining in the bank. Yep. Mm-hmm. You have 14 yes. that you can spend, and I have 15. 15, okay. Zane has already spent one every episode in this little yes. sub-season of Talking Animals. You have only vetoed once. I haven't, have not I done it this season at all? No. Yes, you have. Um, oh, no, sorry, that, that was me. Yeah, that was you at yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I mixed up. I mixed up the colours on my chart. Now, the reason this is important to me is our victory condition at the end of this season is the most points. Is that right? Is that how we declared the winner? Yes. About it was getting that balance between spending them for funsies, but also having that amount to win. Right. That's sure. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and just hand the victory over to Andrew at this point here. Uh, really, uh, you're conceding? No, I'm not conceding. But the way that Zane is playing it. You are now the only one that can win. 
We have, we have uh, what, 17 episodes left. Anything can happen this in 17. This gentleman here will never vote for me, which means I can never vote for him, which means you will win every round no, from here no, on out. All it would take is, is, is a contrite attitude from you, an apology, a sincere <laughs> apology for having declared the war, I believe- maybe some sort of reparation, and all would be well. Oh, war? yeah, if you give me two veto points, <laughs> I would more than happily end this, this conflict that we have going on. The, you are- there you are. A, a proposal for peace is on the table. Let's get this very clear. <laughs> I do not care if I win or lose. What is important to me is if someone is being malicious towards me that they do not win. And you have done this to yourself, sir. America, <laughs> you started this by your own admission. I don't remember that. And I don't that, recall that. And, and, I live I live arc to arc, guys. We are in the animals talking arc and I am being victimized for no reason. And Zane Australia will continue this conflict for as long as it was perpetrated upon, which is an arc. <laughs> we'll see about that next arc. We'll see if that th- th- this rings true. But I want to, as I'm seeing it, I'm looking into the future. I've got my own side gypsy who's reading the tea leaves for me. And they say, this is game over. Andrew's going to win. Oh, because he two, cannot lose two by this veto point. points from you, said America. And, and Zane Australia will, will put this conflict to rest. Don't put this on me. This conflict was to rest four episodes ago. This conflict was declared four episodes ago. <laughs> it was also... Finalized. It was done. <laughs> Chapter. I believe over. any treaty requires two signatures. <laughs> yeah, gentlemen, I signed twice. <laughs> gentlemen, I will have to call it there, <laughs> and hope and hope that in the coming weeks you find it in your hearts to take more than this first step. It's great. It's great that you're talking. It's great that you're talking about a potential peace treaty. The fact that there is no su- su- visible support for it doesn't mean that it's not still a milestone in itself. Well done, yeah, gentlemen. Well done. Maybe if maybe if our Patreon got like <laughs> ten extra bucks, we can. No, 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 I'm joking. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's a horrible joke. Well, tune in next week to see to see if there is still a Submerica to belittle. <laughs> All right, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. You can find those elusive patron-only episodes at patreon.com forward slash New World Order Podcast. And as always, I have been Zainzi Weber from the National Council of Australia, twirling forever towards the future. I've been your number one contender, Sebastian of the United States of Seb America. We don't just set the bar. We are the bar. And I have been Andrew Schossler, the most supreme magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia, imploring you all, carte blanche, sans subsidation. (laughs) (laughs) Till next time. Hi there, my name's Jessica Kate. And I'm Ellen Rose. And we're the hosts of Murder in the Land of Oz. A new Australian true crime podcast. Yes, we're starting off in Brisbane, our hometown. Relatable. Relatable. We're going to be coming to you every second Monday. So give us a listen, give us a like. And a subscribe. Come and join us on our journey where we explore the depths of true crime Australia. Oh yeah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.